Welcome to the Mighty Mindset Podcast. Every week we come out with a short, straight-to-the-point episode and talk about different topics to help you transform your life and mindset in a powerful, positive way. I'm your host, Ari, and if you haven't done so already, please be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss another podcast episode. Today's Mighty Mindset episode starts now. What's up and welcome back to today's episode of the Mighty Mindset. In this episode, we will be touching on the importance and power behind making proper food choices, along with some tips and tricks to help make those lifestyle choices a little bit easier and more attainable. A little background, I personally became very passionate and aware about the importance behind what I was putting into my body after spiraling into a bit of a depression after my mother passed away back in 2015 from lifestyle-related illnesses. So going through that grief and realizing what a gift time really is made me want to become a better version of myself and For me personally, that started with taking control of my health and wellness. So I want to take this opportunity to help our listeners find their why behind wanting to get healthier. So today I have a very special guest to help me do just that. Christina D'Amico is a clinical nutritionist and is also a co-owner of her gym with her husband, Ryan. Christina, thank you so much for joining in with us. What's up? Hello. I know you're going to have some awesome advice for our listeners. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Sure. So as Ari just said, I own a gym in Utica, New York. So right in the smack dab center of New York State with my recent husband. I have to laugh every time I say husband because I'm not used to saying it yet. Uh, Ryan, we've had the gym since May 2014. My main passion, honestly, it's actually dance. Uh, I've been dancing since I was four years old, danced all the way through, all the way up through high school, went to dance, uh, went to school for, to college for dance and exercise science. Thought I wanted to go to med school uh, that was completely wrong. <laughs> I worked in a hospital for a few years and then just, that's really like, I always had an interest in fitness and nutrition just because of, you know, my, my background growing up playing sports and being in the dance world. Um, but it really sunk in when I was working at the hospital because I basically saw the complete opposite of all that, you know, people not taking care of themselves and coming in for so many things where I was like, dude, if you just like ate better and worked out, like you wouldn't be here right now. So that's really what launched me into pursuing that uh, as a, as a career. We decided to, you know, if we're going to do a gym, let's just do it on our own terms. And then opened in 2014. That's a great story. It's awesome how you made something out of, you know, knowing that you didn't really want to pursue the medical field, but then you found something that could help people almost avoid getting in those situations. So that's really cool. It seems that now amongst everything that's going on in the world, uh, it's a great time more than ever to touch on the importance of fitness and nutrition because it plays such a huge role on how we feel mentally and physically every day. Mm -hmm. The difference is truly remarkable and noticeably different from when I eat foods that my body needs 
versus foods that my body or my mind thinks it wants, such as sweets or something that's not good for me. Uh, And this leads me to our first topic that I'd like to touch on, which is consistency. I personally find that consistency is, is a much greater asset than perfection when it comes to our lifestyle choices. I've found that when most people eat something they shouldn't, and I'm sure you, you see this quite often too, or when they miss a workout, they tend to completely fall off the healthy lifestyle wagon and actually end up almost punishing themselves for being less than perfect. Uh, they go from being super motivated to super unmotivated very quickly. And it seems that it's almost an all or nothing topic when it comes to lifestyle. Would you kind of agree with that from what you've seen at the gym? Yeah. I mean, a loaded question for sure. Um, I mean, I think that is a big issue as people do like I constantly hear, I got to get back on the bandwagon, back on the bag wagon. So, you know, it's all in or all out. And that's not sustainable. You're not going to be 100% all in on something because that's just not real. That's not life. There's going to be obstacles that get in the way that throw you off your path and learning how to adjust or not, like you said, beat yourself up over it um, and just really be consistent over time. That's going to be the game changer. And actually, I'll I'll share a story. I just talked about this a couple of nights ago because, and I'm not even kidding you guys. Like I actually wish I was lying about this. Ryan, my husband, <laughs> ate 50 half moons. If you're not from central New York or Utica, half moons like down in New York city, they're called like black and white cookies. And he ate 50 over the course of five days. He actually hit 30 and he was like, we're going to 50. We're doing 10 a day. <laughs> and you guys don't obviously know what my husband looks like, but he's like, pretty muscular like pretty lean you know you can see a six-pack um and people will say like ryan you know how do you how did you just eat 50 half moons so he'll go through you know he'll have periods of of time where he'll kind of like binge out and people will say like how do you look the way you look or how do you do this and you guys it's all about consistency he does not do that first of all on a daily basis he's also been working out for, I mean, he's what, he's 30, he's going to be 32 years old. He's literally been working out since he was like 14, 13, 14. He got into actual, the physicality of working out, but was always really active as far as sports. So he's been training his body over the course of all those, you know, 10, 15 years. So for him to go binge out on half moons doesn't undo those 15 years. So if you can get yourself, where I'm going with this, is if you can get yourself into the consistency over time, like you said, like it's not, it's not perfection. I don't even like that word because you hold yourself to such a high standard that's not realistic. But that way, because you just know how to get back into the routine of things, if you do slip and eat the sweet treats or you have the Oreos or you have the extra scoop of ice cream, whatever, you're not like, oh my God, game over. I ruined all of my progress. And you just continue down like that spiral and you continue down that black hole of like, you know, I may as well just continue to eat crappy for the rest of the day or I'll just start on Monday. That's the big thing. I'll start on Monday. I'll start on Monday. And that's not going to help you. You're going to get back on the bandwagon. You're going to fall off. You get back on the bandwagon. You're going to fall off by finding just like, and also not punishing yourself either. I think that's a huge um, 
thing. And I think you already mentioned, it's like not, oh man, I just had, I just had five half moons. Like now I have to go run two miles and do like an extra hour. It's like, no, acknowledge the fact that you ate something that maybe wasn't part of your nutrition plan. Also the like behavioral and emotional component to it is really important too. Like did something trigger you to go eat that? A lot of times there's emotional stress, there's um, stress eating or drinking, you know, people will turn to. So it's also acknowledging why that just happened. It's like, oh, that just happened. Like I just came home and just pounded a row of chocolate chip cookies because I left work and we had a meeting at the end of the day and it really pissed me off because my coworker said this, this, this. Okay, so you just were triggered by emotion and stress, so therefore you're not stress eating. So you've acknowledged that. So now you know the next time that you're in that situation because it's 100% going to happen. Like if I could promise you one thing, it's that stress is going to happen in your life. It's just going to happen. Family, coworkers, friends. So you have to learn how to handle it. So being aware of it now is going to be huge. So you know, okay, when I'm in this situation, maybe instead of going um, straight home, maybe I'm just going to take an extra 10 minute stroll, you know, like drive around just to kind of cool my brain down. Or maybe you go home and instead of immediately going for the fridge, you take 10 minutes and you go for a walk around the neighborhood or just something to kind of put a buffer between you and basically going into the fridge or into the pantry. And then you can learn from there that these are the steps that I need to take to kind of calm myself down so you don't go and binge eat. And is it going to happen? Yes, but you just can't beat yourself up over it. Absolutely. I agree 100%. And, you know, when my real fitness journey started, actually, when I went to your gym, it made me more aware of myself. The whole journey really is is a lot about self-awareness. At least it was for me personally. Uh, because you become much more aware of what, not only what you're eating, but why you're eating it. You know, if you're binge eating something and it's because of a stressful day, the mindset of being self-aware really helps you kind of take a step back and say, okay, I had a stressful day. That's why I want to eat these cookies. It's, you know, it's not like I actually want these cookies. It's just the stress uh, because our brains they seek pleasure. So a lot of times we seek pleasure in food. And Absolutely. Food and alcohol. And it's tough because you do get that immediate satisfaction. Yes. Right. It's like, it's like a hit or something like, a, yeah. I don't know, drugs or alcohol. Like you get that immediate satisfaction, but then the crash sucks. Right. And then you're in, you know, self-pity and you're, oh, I can't believe I just did that. And then you're upset with yourself. It's just this vicious, vicious cycle. That's why we do, you know, at at OB training is so strongly um, want to educate people on the mindset part of it and your self-worth and and really making that the backbone. And then like the nutrition and the fitness is actually just like extra bonus. That's really the, like I said, the, the backbone of how to create a consistent plan for yourself and really your why, which I'm sure we're going to get into shortly, but really understanding why you're in this. You know, if you come into, I get this a lot, you know, people sit down and say, you know, I'll say, talk about like, what are your goals? And I always get this superficial answer of like, I want to lose weight. You know, like I want to lose five pounds, 10 pounds, a hundred pounds, whatever it is. 
And I'm like, okay, but what's your goal? And they're like, well, weight loss. Like, I know, but like, what's your goal? <laughs> and, you know, just keep asking why and digging deeper, deeper, deeper until you finally get to this. And sometimes it takes time, right? It doesn't happen in a 20 minute conversation always. Um, but you want to keep digging and asking yourself what your true why is until you get to a place where like you're pretty much in tears, right? Where it's so, it's such a visceral why. It's such a visceral reason that you actually get like a physical emotion out of it. And that's usually for people, you know, I want to be there for my kids or, um, you know, my parents, uh, my, my father died of a heart attack at the age of 40 and I don't want that to be me. I want to be able to live to see my grandchildren or, you know, maybe you do have some sort of underlying health history already. Maybe you have like a cancer scare or something like that. Um, and unfortunately, sometimes it does take something to that level for people to finally be like, oh my God, now, now I understand what my why is. Obviously, I, we don't want that to, to happen. Um, so that's why we do talk so much about mindset and uh, what your why is, because that's going to be your underlying motivation anyways. Like when times like this, when like when we're quarantined, right? So right now everyone's pretty much on lockdown across the world and you guys can't control anything. You can, The only thing right now that you guys have control of is the food that you eat, the thoughts that you have, and what you do for your body. That's it. You can't control when this quarantine's up. None of that, unfortunately, we can control. And it's actually really empowering because, like, you can do some really cool stuff right now. Absolutely. And it's going to come down to what your, what your bottom line why is. And I, I think a lot of people are slightly losing sight of that right now just because there is so much chaos and uncertainty happening. Um, that's why I think it's great that we're talking about this and, and taking time because we, we have the time right now right really go through you know and sit down and say like this is this is crazy what's happening in the world you know what what is my why why am i here it just gives you time to kind of reevaluate things what's important to you all the stuff that we had on a daily basis is now taken away so you can really get down to that level of like okay what's what's my purpose what's my why what am i here for and the why you know when when you find your why it really is a life changing thing. I mean, at first, a lot of people are, are, like you said, superficial. They want to lose five pounds, 10 pounds, whatever it is, and they want to look good. But once you get a little bit deeper beyond the surface of, oh, I just want to lose a few pounds, it really makes you more motivated to stick with why you want to do something, why you want to lose that weight, why you want to be healthier. For me personally, I'm just going to throw this in there. When I started OB training. Uh, I was in a weird state. Uh, I had actually lost my mother. And I finally reached the point, like Christina said, a lot of us reach a point where we realize that we need to change something. Something needs to change. And, you know, that was the moment right there when I realized, okay, this, I want to be there for my wife. I want to be there for my future family. And I just want to be healthy in general. So once you get beyond the, I want to lose five pounds, 10 pounds, it really makes it a lot easier to make those proper choices. Totally. Cause then also what happens when you do, let's say you do have come in with that superficial, Hey, I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to lose whatever your goal is. And then you hit that goal. It's like, then what? Right. 
you know, like, did you really, did you really get to the root of what's going on? And the best thing too, this happened, um, maybe three months ago now, one lady started with us and I loved the initial meeting with her because she didn't talk about weight loss at all. She was saying how she's not herself at all. Um, she's completely lost sight of things that she used to have passion about, like writing, for example. Um, she has extreme anxiety and hates social settings. And she never mentioned anything about weight loss with, which I thought was fantastic. And so she joined with us. She, she was, the pounds were just dripping off of her. She was down 10 pounds, 20 pounds. She hit 30 pounds. And then her mindset switched to, oh my God, I want to hit 40. And the second, the second, you guys, I swear, and she'll tell you the same story, the second she put a number in her head, she plateaued, right? She like, she kept weighing herself and the scale wasn't going down. And sometimes the scale was going up and she was so frustrated. And, you know, she went about a month of, of that. And finally she came to me and she's like, Christina, I'm so frustrated. All I want to do is, I think at that point, maybe she had like five more pounds to get to 40 or something like that. And I was like, well, what's the difference? What have you been focusing on? And we had a conversation and she goes, well, you know, I just, I really, I really want to hit that 40 pound mark. I was like, okay, well, why are you struggling now versus when you were struggling before? She's like, well, now I'm just really focused on a number. And before I just wanted to be healthy and I just want to have more energy. So I was like, okay, you just answered your own question. Remember your why, remember why you started this. And she was able to shift her mindset and she hit 40, like within that another month. Wow. Because she, literally, and she, I was like, you are such a perfect example because it was all just a mindset shift. That's awesome. I mean, that's it a was, great story. It's a great example of, you know, how our mindset can even get, we can get in our own ways almost. So I want to talk a little bit to our listeners about ways that right now, like you said, we're in quarantine. There's a lot of uncertainties, but there are things that are still in our control and that's very empowering. So talking about food choices, what are some things that our listeners can do to make proper food choices easier? So just, and this goes like, yes, you guys were in quarantine right now, but this goes for all the time. Um, but I was at the grocery store a couple of weeks ago, kind of when this all started. And I was going up and down the aisles and I got to the checkout and the guy in front of me had like five boxes of brownies, like three things of ramen and like all this frozen food. And I'm like, just because we're going in quarantine doesn't mean brownies. Why? Like that doesn't have to happen. So are they cosmic brownies? Are- <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> And like so right now, like we've been saying, you guys have a choice. You're this, what you're fueling your body with is in your control. And I think there's a couple of things with that. The actual act of going to the grocery store, a huge tip that I tell everyone is, first of all, make a list ahead of time. Uh, you've probably heard, don't go to the grocery store hungry. How many times does that happen? And you end up in the chip aisle. Stay on the perimeter because the perimeter is where you're going to find all of the fresh produce or maybe like your meats and your fish and stuff like that. You want to try as much as possible. I tell people, get things without food labels. Yes. Right? If you get something without a food label, like you pick up a tomato, you don't need a food label for it to say what's in it. It's a tomato right? Generally, when you're going to get things that have food labels, it's going to probably be processed more or less, right? Like if you've got rice, yeah, there's a food label on it, but I'm talking about like 
you know, you go get the gushers. Think about you're eating this like octagon blue stuffed with goo. What is that? <laughs> you got to question that, you guys. So staying to the perimeter is really helpful. Try to make something else too that I hear a lot of times is like you don't want to be wasteful. So if you do have time, I like to do this generally on Sunday just because that works with my schedule, is kind of look at the week and see, uh, like pick out like one or two recipes that are pretty similar as far as what the ingredients are. That way you're not buying an excessive amount of one thing or like having a ton of leftovers and maybe you have really picky kids or a significant other that doesn't eat leftovers and you're just wasting a ton of food. So try to find maybe some recipes that have very similar ingredients in it. That way you can use them for multiple recipes. And then as far as like the actual meal prepping itself, you don't have to meal prep. Some people get super overwhelmed with it. Like make it easy, you guys. Like I don't want you spending your entire Sunday meal prepping. I like, I can't, right? I, it drives me crazy. Like, you know, we own a gym or an entrepreneurs. Like we can't spend a whole Sunday prepping food or else my week is shot because I use Sundays to prep for what the week looks like, like business-wise, not food-wise. You can do everything on one day if you want. Some people like to break it up, like go shopping one day and maybe wash and cut all your vegetables. And then maybe the next day is when you actually put everything together or you cook the protein or whatever route you're going. Maybe um, some people like to do like a Sunday and a Wednesday. So they're not actually buying a ton of food, but they are making two trips to the grocery store. But right now, like the best thing that you can use is technology because we have air fryers, we have crock pots, we have, uh, what's the other one everyone loves? Instapots. There's so many things that make this also really easy. And things too um, is don't make it, my, my big um, mission is to basically uncomplicate things for people. When it comes to fitness and nutrition, people will come in and say, well, I thought carbs were bad. I thought bananas were bad. Oh, I heard keto was great. Like you can literally look up, is an apple good for me? And find 10 articles that say it's good and 10 articles that say it's bad. And it's very, very confusing and overwhelming for people. So a mission of myself in OB training is to just simplify things, make them realistic and make them sustainable. So I know a lot of people tend to get bored with eating the same things. I personally don't. I eat the same exact thing every day. My wife has no idea how I do it, but I do. And, and I'm kind of a creature of habit, so that works for me. But I know for some people, they like to have a little bit of variety in their food. So that's totally understandable. And I've noticed that, you know, using different spices helps big time with just changing the flavor of those same foods. And that can help a lot. Totally. Um, that and use spices and herbs and stuff like that. Like make it fun. Healthy does not like eating healthy does not have to be boring. It doesn't yeah, have to be your chicken rice and potatoes. Yeah. Like it can be, it can be a good time and it's a great time. You know, if you have a significant other to kind of mess around with different ingredients and different, different choices. So it, it can be a, a fun time and a good bonding opportunity too. Definitely. If you can get your, significant other or your family on board it's definitely helpful for sure yes. um but what i do tell people is you know you you can't force them 
Right. A lot of times I will have people sitting in front of me, like a wife, for example, like, oh, like my husband just, he does, he just, you know, isn't supportive of this and he's eating whatever he wants and he's supportive of me, but he's not eating, you know, what, what I want him to eat. And usually it's just a matter of time before this other significant other kind of flips, <laughs> so to speak. Um, but if you guys can both do it together, it is, it's much more fun it's more sustainable. You guys are motivating each other because when one person is like, Hey, let's just get that pizza tonight. You know, you'd be like, ah, why don't we like make our pizza so we can kind of stay on track? Oh yeah. That's a great point. And just to touch on that a little bit, um, you know, if your significant other isn't on board, they can very well see you starting this new journey and it might take them a little while, but eventually, yeah, I, I think they will hop right on board just because they see you improving. And a lot of times that can be contagious. So, you know, don't get discouraged if your significant other isn't really on board quite yet. You know, I know that you have seen some amazing transformations at the gym. So I want to touch a little bit more on the why uh, behind wanting transformation. So (laughs) what are some of the most powerful reasons you have heard to date on why someone wants to become healthier and lead a healthier lifestyle once you get past that surface. Yeah. So we have had some pretty, pretty substantial transformations. Um, A few of them come to mind and all of them had really meaningful stories. Um, one story is, uh, you know, one of our members lost his father and basically went into a downward spiral as far as drinking pretty excessively uh, to dull the pain of losing a father very unexpectedly and covering that up for about a year until finally it did get to a point where it's like, what am I doing? Like, this can't continue. My father wouldn't want this for me, right? So that's deep. That's not, I need to lose weight right? That's like, I need to get my life together. Um, and that person's down about 80 something pounds right now. Another woman, her story, actually her story is going to be coming out really soon. Um, we did a, a video with her because it was so transformative for her life is that she literally didn't think that she was going to live beyond 40. Wow. Like she had a number in her head and she's like, there's no way I'm living beyond 40 years old. Um, she had like stuff lined up to take care of her son because she truly did not think she was going to be on this planet past 40 years old. And for her, again, she never came in saying, I need to lose weight. You know, she came in being like, I'm going to lose my life if I continue down this path. She was fighting to survive. She, if you saw before photos of her, I mean, she was just depressed and didn't take care of herself. Like her skin didn't look good. And now she lights up the room like she's so present. You know, when you look at people and you're like, are you even listening to me right now? You know, like, are you, are you with me right now? Other times, you know, you talk to someone, you're like, oh my God, you're so present. Like you're like looking into my soul talking to me right now. You know, that's her. Um, and it, it's those people that have those whys that have these amazing transformations, you know, because it's not just coming in and saying, oh, I need to lose X amount of weight, like we talked about. It's coming in and truly like, I need to turn my life around. 
Um, but having those, it doesn't have to be that deep. No, you know, there's people that come in that haven't necessarily been through extreme trauma or loss, you know, or depression or anything like that. I'm not saying that it has to be that rock bottom to have a transformation, but you just have to be very, very, very dedicated. Like when you're getting stuff thrown at you and where nothing is going your way and when you just want to give up, you have to have something so solid that it doesn't matter. Like you're going to be unwavering. And a lot of times that just happens to be, you know, family or health or siblings or children. Yeah. It's really, it's really powerful to listen to these different stories and, you know, seeing their transformations is absolutely incredible, but knowing the story behind the transformations is, is very powerful. And it, it makes, it makes us realize, you know, wow, I am capable of so much more than I thought I was. And it snowballs in such a positive way throughout life in entirety. You know, this isn't, this is a podcast on mindset and we're touching on nutrition and fitness because it really does affect our mindset in a huge way. Oh, totally. I mean, these, these people that have had these substantial, not even just that have gone, come through our doors, whether they're with us or not, and have gone through just a transformation are now out doing things that they never thought they could do. Right. Like, um, one of the, the guys never thought that he could be a police officer because he weighed 300 pounds. He wasn't going to ever pass the test. Mm-hmm. Now he's taken the test. He's already made it onto the second round. That has nothing to do with weight loss. Like you've, tr- you've transformed yourself. And that is insanely powerful because now you can go out and you're going to accomplish all these things that you never thought you could. I know it sounds super cliche, you guys, but it's so true. Like the confidence, the way that you carry yourself, the way that you speak, the goals that you have are going to be much loftier and you're going to be your, even the goals that you do have, you're going to be confident that you're going to be able to attain them because you just feel so comfortable and empowered in your own skin to go do these things. Um, So to any listeners who might be struggling with fitness and nutrition, I just want to say it's okay. In my opinion, you know, it's absolutely normal to struggle with making proper choices from time to time. And, you know, we're just trying to give some insight on the topic and, you know, try to motivate you and, and give you different avenues to make proper choices. You know, like I said earlier, our brains are actually wired to seek pleasure. So, for many of us, we find that pleasure in food or alcohol or whatever it may be. We've all struggled with it at, at one point or another. But the good news is that there are professionals like Christina out there that are excited to help you make the proper choices and to help you stay consistent and build healthy habits. You know, to kind of sum up the points that we talked about, we, ta- we touched on a lot of different points. So to kind of sum it all up, Striving for consistency and forgiving yourself for being less than perfect is so important. Reaching out to a professional or a partner to help hold you accountable and make those positive changes. And most importantly, finding your why and running with that why. Christina, I don't know if you have any other things that you want to 
touch on or any other tips that you might have for our listeners? Yeah, I mean, all of that. I love it. Um, it's just, it's really progress over perfection, you guys. Like, just keep keep reminding yourself of that. If you have the word perfection that you're that you're striving for, you're going to fail. Um, so progress over perfection and, and, and get a coach. You know, that's really, like I said, there's so much stuff out there that's really overwhelming and confusing that sometimes get par- people get paralyzed to even start. So get a coach, someone that is here, you know, like us that want to see you succeed. We truly, truly want to help you get there and basically be that person in your corner because you're going to, you're going to fail. You're definitely going to fail. We all are, right? There's going to be times where you don't have motivation, fall off the bandwagon, like we talked about, but the coach and and we're going to be here to help pick you up a lot faster than you would probably do it yourself. And that's where that consistency over time really comes into play because you're gonna be able to get back up on your horse a lot faster than if you were alone getting dragged through the mud. Um, so yeah, like you guys, you can do it. It's, it's not, um, it's not as difficult as people seem to make it sometimes. And especially if you do have a support support network in your corner. So Christina, thank you so much for joining me on today's episode As always, if you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and follow The Mighty Mindset on Facebook and Instagram. To our listeners, stay safe and be well. I will see you next time.